another informational resource from UK Healthcare. This is UK HealthCast, featuring conversations with our physicians and other healthcare providers. Here's Melanie Cole. An estimated 2.8 million men in the United States are living with prostate cancer or have had it at one time, and that number is growing. Prostate cancer is the most common cancer in American men after skin cancer, and long-term survival is common. But even after diagnosis and treatment, survivors have continuing needs for follow-up care to manage treatment side effects, tests to see if the cancer has come back, and treat other health conditions. Here to speak with us today about prostate cancer survivorship is Dr. Shubham Gupta. He's a urologist with UK Healthcare. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gupta. So who is at risk for prostate cancer? Tell us a little bit about risk and screening. Melanie, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, Prostate cancer, like you said, is the second most common cancer in American men following skin cancers. Uh, And pretty much everyone is at risk for it. As men age, the prevalence and rate for uh, and risk for having prostate cancer increases. About one in seven men will get diagnosed with prostate cancer throughout their lifetime. The uh, There are a few uh, pointers that may predispose men to having prostate cancer. This includes race. African-American men are more predisposed to having cancer. And then family history. People with a strong family history of prostate cancer and first-degree relatives are at a higher risk. So then if they are somebody who is at a higher risk, what are the screening tools available to them, Dr. Gupta? The screening tools that we have for prostate cancer uh, comprise a simple blood test called PSA, uh, as well as a physical exam, including a rectal exam that that can be done by a primary care physician or a urologist. Uh, This combination of uh, a PSA and a digital rectal exam uh, can be used to potentially identify patients uh, who have a high risk of prostate cancer. Uh, And these uh, screening modalities can be age and risk adjusted. Uh, adjusted. Uh, for instance, someone who is at a higher risk, we offer this screening at an earlier age and more intensively than someone who is at a lower risk for prostate cancer. So then let's speak about if somebody goes through treatment and they've been diagnosed, and a lot of men, Dr. Gupta, don't even want to go see a urologist. They certainly don't want the digital exam. Maybe they're willing to get that PSA. But if they are diagnosed with prostate cancer and all of these tools available to them now through you physicians, what does survivorship look like? What is their life like? Because there is also side effects that they're concerned about, erectile dysfunction, incontinence. So speak about survivorship just a little bit. That's a very good uh, question and, uh, and point, Melanie. I would myself not want to go to a urologist to have a rectal exam, to be honest with you. So I completely empathize uh, with uh, with all these men out there. Um, once uh, men do get diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer, the next question is whether they need to have it treated. The good thing about prostate cancer is that most of the cancer is not aggressive, and a lot of the times uh, patients can undergo active surveillance or watchful waiting. But if men do decide to have their cancer treated by by a variety of uh, treatment modalities, including radiation, surgery, cryoablation, ultrasound, whatnot, um, then the, the, the sad truth is that a lot of these uh, men will suffer uh, short and sometimes even long-term side effects uh, like erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. 
if they do have treatment, most of these men live for a very, very long time. Uh, the five-year uh, survival, disease-specific survival, is close to 100% of a prostate cancer treatment. What it also tells us is, uh, is that we have this huge population of men who've had prostate cancer, who've had treatment for prostate cancer, uh, and now are in the survivorship pool and have potential side effects from that those treatments. Um, in, in the U.S., approximately 3 million men right now uh, have had a diagnosis of prostate cancer and have been treated for it and, are, and therefore are quote-unquote prostate cancer survivors. The, the, the rate of uh, erectile dysfunction after prostate cancer treatment, uh, either radiation or surgery, is up to 70%. The rate of urinary leakage uh, is up to 30% after surgery, uh, long-term, one to two years after surgery, a little less after radiation, but that... Uh, increases with time. The good thing is that we have tools to diagnose and manage these side effects. Uh, and more than 90% of the time, if a person comes to us complaining of erectile dysfunction or urinary incontinence, we are able to get them to where, uh, where they need to be to lead a completely normal quality of life. So, Dr. Gupta, where survivorship is concerned, the roles change both for the caregivers and for the physician. Maybe you dealt with the treatments, and now you're dealing with those side effects and life after, as are the family members and the loved one. What do you want them to know about whether it's support or looking at their new normal or getting help for these side effects so that they can go on with life and, and not feel like this is all that they're about now? That's a very good question, Melanie. Uh, the Institute of Medicine and the Commission on, on Cancer both recognize uh, that survivorship care is as important as treating for the primary cancer. Uh, there are uh, numerous online um, as well as local uh, support groups for prostate cancer specifically. There is the Live Strong Foundation. Uh, there is uh, Us2 Foundation, again, providing information and support for prostate cancer treatment, as well as survivorship. One of the other things that has been more or less mandated and very rigorously followed um, is the concept of a survivorship care plan. When men have prostate cancer treated, once they are past the, their active treatment, then the treating physician uh, will give them a survivorship care plan enumerating the treatment uh, type, date, and things to look out for. The good thing is that with a combination of psychological, physical, uh, uh, and as well as medical support, most of these men can live normal or nearly normal lives. Our concept, our, our paradigm of saying to men and their families, be grateful that you, your cancer is gone and now you, be grateful that you are just living and you have to live with the side effects. That has shifted to, yes, the cancer is gone, it's taken care of, but the most important thing we need to make sure now is that your quality of life is adequate, that you continue to be a productive member of your society um, as well as your family. We have uh, at uh, UK Healthcare, we have a dedicated survivorship clinic for patients. We, uh, under the ages of this, uh, we... Uh, we talk to patients and their families, uh, talk about their specific issues, uh, be it urinary incontinence, be it erectile dysfunction, be it frequency of urination, urgency, um, be it just depression or hormonal uh, imbalances because of their hormone therapy. And then based on that, we can uh, get investigations uh, and, and outline treatment options for that. So then what about the new perspective on health that they that they should adopt? 
after they've been diagnosed and treated or not treated with prostate cancer, what do you encourage them to do? So wrap this all up for us about survivorship and what you want men and their loved ones to know about this new perspective on their health and and the healthy things that they can now adapt to as a prostate cancer survivor. So what we tell men and their families um, is once the cancer has passed you, even if you're continuing to get regular follow-up in terms of your PSA uh, and everything else, uh, you're a cancer survivor and your family is a cancer survivor because you've fought cancer and you live with the diagnosis of it and you've come up on top. And now is the time to go and embrace and conquer all other aspects of your life. Um, the, the, the things that, uh, uh, the things that are common sense, uh, common sense, uh, healthy lifestyle things like eating well, exercising well, um, avoiding smoking, um, uh, avoiding bad foods. Those are the things that we encourage. We encourage societal participation. We encourage participation in other support groups to to share patients uh, and their family stories. Um, And uh, if they have any issues with uh, uh, any bumps in the road vis-a-vis specific side effects from cancer, we are there to take care of those. Thank you so much, Dr. Gupta. It's great information for listeners to hear. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky HealthCare. For more information, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.